killed my father, you killed my people! You killed my snake. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. Welcome to the Tree of Woe podcast, where we don't know shit. No, we are idiots, <laughs> according to everyone on the internet, yeah. which or, is fine, because we all knew this anyway. Or according to one guy on the internet, at least. <laughs> one guy, one one snob on the International Robert E. Howard Facebook group wants to talk a little shit but, about, our, about our Conan knowledge. Yeah, it would be all right if it was, you know, he was trolling us about like movie knowledge, but he's not, so... Well, I, I don't I don't think so. I'm not sure. He didn't really explain. Um, he was just a dickhead and said basically we don't know what we're doing. Which, which is that's actually know, true. On my end at least that's true. You now, might know what you're doing. Now I have no had clue. he said had he said we just don't know what we're doing in general, I'd go, Okay, sir, I agree with you. Like that's that's hundred percent correct. <laughs> if you're gonna say, Jesse, you have no idea what you're doing with your life, I would have said, Hey, you got me there. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you, know, you got me there. Thank you. Thank you for the information. Um, but he talks in our Conan knowledge, which is bullshit. <laughs> but that's all right. You know, I don't, I don't know a lot about a lot in life, but I do know a lot about the Conan the Barbarian 1982 film. Yes, the movie. Yes, <laughs> books. I gotcha. He he yeah. probably far ahead of me, but the movie. Uh, good yeah, luck. I haven't read every single story about Robert E. Howard. And I know, you know, this is not, this is going to be our video game co- podcast, but still. We're on a rant right I, I now. I figured we might as well get get this out of the way, because talking about Super Mario 2 may not take that long. No. <laughs> so this is our Dennis Miller rant for the evening. Yeah, so we so we need to bitch about this now and get it out of our get system. Get it out of our system. And then we'll post it. Maybe I'll put it back in that group again and tag that guy <laughs> and be like, hey, dude, hey, fuck you. <laughs> okay, we won't do that. But still, you it's just kind of a, I don't know, I don't understand why, like trolls, sometimes I troll people. Like people, you know, they'll be flipping about, flipping out about like Trump or something. So then my immediate thing, every time somebody does that, I just want to post Trump 2020. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> I can't just, wait. I can't wait. Yeah. So I do that. But this guy's like, he doesn't even know me. He Vote even orange know in November. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was real nice. I was real nice, you know. But those guys, like I said, I'd, I'd already told you beforehand though. Those guys, some of those guys are snobs. Some people in there are cool. Other people, they were like, it's just a dick measuring contest of, oh, what do you know about Robert E. Howard? You know, oh, what did he do back in this, on this day in this, you know, in this place? I'm like, okay, you got me on that one. Well, that's not what we're doing this. We're doing this for fun. So No, and we're doing it, we were doing it about a movie. The movie. Tell us what we don't know about the 1982 Conan the Barbarian movie. Yeah, I probably don't know what Arnold ate on day 58 of the no. shooting. No, I, I, I guess I don't know how many days it took to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but I think we're fine. No. I think we're fine. We did nearly an hour podcast on a two-hour movie. So, and we could have went much longer. And we could talk about it for another hour. And that's what we're going to do. The first hour tonight. No. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll move on. Yeah. We'll move on. But still, like, bitching about that guy I think is good. Yeah. We'll get it out of our system. We might we might edit this out, but it's it's good to get it out. I don't know. We'll I don't see. know. I mean, because this is pretty good. This is pretty good. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so... So what we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're doing, we do a movie, and then we do a game, and then we do a movie, and then we do a game. Mm-hmm. So this is episode five, is that right? This is episode five. Episode we did five. Yep. Conan the Barbarian, The Legend of Zelda, Aliens, 
Well, and then we had the intro. Intro, and, was yeah, one. And the yeah. intro, and then and now Super Mario Two. Yes. So this is this was on my list. Um, we're kind of not going in any order anymore, I guess. But uh, this. Oh, sorry. This is my third favorite NES game. Um, so this is what we're talking about today. Super Mario Two released in 1988 in the U.S. Um, so supposedly sold the fourth amount. Fourth best-selling NES game of all time. Around 10 million units is what the research said. Which um, I found odd. And what was it? Two of the games in front of it that were both were the other two Marios and then Duck Hunt, right? Uh, let's see. I've got the list here. Super Mario was above it. The first, the first Super Mario was in front of it. Duck Hunt was in front of it. And let's see here. For some reason I was thinking it was uh, Mario 3. And then Zelda was fifth. Based on the list we were looking at, I mean... I yeah, Mario 3 was in front of it. This. Okay. This original Super Mario's 1, Duck Hunts 2, which I was shocked. And then um, Super Mario 3. Yeah, no, I think that that's some good company. Oh, yeah. Great games. All good and, games. And did you say, because you were looking at the dates, and didn't it say something like Super Mario 2 and 3 came out in the same year? Yeah, the dates I read, they said they both came out in 88, which floors me. I mean, I know there wasn't a big gap between the two games, but they, I, I don't know that I believe that, but... Uh, that's what I found, is they were both released in 1988. Well, I mean, everything you read on the internet is true, though. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So I think that it's probably true. Well, yeah. We'll go with it. Let's put it that <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, so, um, but we found out some in- interesting information that we didn't know before about Mario 2, because we, we've always talked about how different it looks. Like, stylistically, it looks different. Mm-hmm. The well, playability it's... is completely different than all the other than all the other Marios that I can think of. Yeah. Especially the ones on Nintendo and Super Nintendo and 64, where you can pick from four different characters. Um, the way they do it, it's it's kind of almost like, I don't want to say like an action RPG, but it's more like an, it's more like an action type of game as opposed to just the normal, I mean, I guess, I guess Mario would probably fall into that too, but mm-hmm. same time, it, it, there's a more puzzles to it, or at least trying to find all the mushrooms. We actually have to think and do things and try to figure things out. I don't know. Yeah, it's not your normal, I guess they call it, what, side-scrolling platformer game, I think is what they call it, refer that to. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a little bit more in-depth. It definitely isn't like any other Mario that I can think of. Um, and they reference it in some of the newer Mario stuff, but it's they don't really take a whole lot from it other than some of the characters. They, they use some of the bad guys in some of the other games, but um, like I don't think you never see Wart in another one. Wart's the main bad guy, so. Well, and those mousers, you never see them again either, right? Not that I know. The Birdos. Of. I mean, the Birdos became big, and yeah, the Birdos, shy guys, shy guys, and, and uh, what are those bomb bombs or what are they called? Mm-hmm. And the well, and then the first use of the POW block. Um, yeah, that's used a bunch later on, but is most of the takeaway from this game and in the newer ones is or the the I guess villain characters. Yeah, I mean, because it's kind of where there's there's cherries, and this weird stuff. Like it's just a little different. A little different than a normal Mario game. Yeah, it was definitely kind of weird. Well, I guess I guess there are cherries though, because like an old school, uh, what is that? On uh, Donkey Kong, like the old school arcade. There's cherries in that, right? Yes. There's, well, I don't know if it's cherries, but there's definitely fruit or something. And obviously in Pac-Man, there's fruit. But yeah, no, I well, I didn't I didn't know maybe if it was the same kind of idea, but I guess it was just points in that. Well, yeah. You're Mario. I don't know. You are Mario. Yeah. Sorry, we're getting a little off. Topic yeah, but I, no, I just want to. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of go over that real quick. But the reason, what did you find out? The reason was why this might be a completely different. So looking this, game. I we were doing research on this tonight, and this I re- read reading this kind of like 
it was one of those um, you ruined my childhood type of moments. Like everything I knew was just wrong. So doing research, we I found out that this isn't really a Mario game. It is a Mario game, the U.S. Mario game, but it is a redeveloped game from Japan that was on the Famicom, and I'm probably going to butcher this, but it was called Yumi Kojo Doki Doki Panic. <laughs> That's crazy, but all they did, it's the exact same game, they just uh, changed the characters into Mario Luigi and then changed the bad guys into more Mario-friendly bad guys. Yeah, because it was... There were four characters or four playable characters, like Mama, Papa, and a couple other goofy-ass names. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it, so, so when I, yeah, when I, when, you, when I heard that, I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. that's, that's what they did. They just took, they just refaced the game. And then we looked at the, the cartridge and stuff, and some of it kind of looked similar. The work was identical. I mean, the bad guys were identical. And and I think that really explains it. I just thought, like, oh, that's a cool idea. Like, they just, you know, like maybe they, they just had, like, a different type of stylistic idea, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, they did something completely different because it's so different from one or three. And, it, you know, it's released in the same year as three. But it's just, it looks different. I mean, it's clean. I, I love the graphics. Yeah. Um, and I like the gameplay. But it's just it's just so much different. And I, I don't know. Like, I just thought, oh, this is cool. It's just, you know. I never would have guessed it was a completely different game to begin with. No, I didn't either. That's why and, I said it was one of those, I, my whole childhood was a lie. And the reason we, the reason you started figuring that out, right? Because, because it was saying something like the Japan version was released in like 1992. Like yeah, I was looking at the release after, dates. Right? I'm like, why would this game ever be released four years after in Japan? And then it's because technically the second Super Mario in Japan was basically just a much harder version of the original Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. And then it, it actually came out in I think 87 in Japan. Um, and they were saying it wasn't released here because it was it was too hard. They thought it was too difficult, right? <laughs> yeah. So it was a, that version wasn't released in the U.S. and Europe because the Japanese thought it was too hard. Talk for about us. some racism. <laughs> like they, think, <laughs> they don't think white people are smart enough uh, to, to to beat those games. Yeah. Well, and then they they finally did release it, I believe, on was it Super Mario the Lost Levels or something like that on Super Nintendo mm-hmm. or maybe the All Stars version. I can't remember for sure, but they did eventually release it. But uh, in the states, it was just much much uh, further down the road. Yeah. No, I I just find it I find it so weird because Mario was such a big franchise already. To just to, to take another game and to just reface it into Mario, it sounds like why the fuck would you do that? Like yeah. Mario's huge. Like you could do anything you wanted. You could after the first Mario, I'm sure they had as big of a budget as they wanted. Well, I would think so. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, this this other game's already made. We could just take it and change just change how everybody looks and call it Mario Two in yeah. the United States. Like they really, I mean, think about how dumb they think that we are. <laughs> like not well, only not only they think they could they, that we couldn't beat their you know their actual Mario Two with the harder levels. They thought we were, that we were so dumb we wouldn't even notice that this game's completely different and just a re- refinished version <laughs> yeah. of another game. Although it does make the release dates, both being 88, make more sense because this game was already developed. All they did was change some stylistic stuff on it and then throw it out there. So, And then maybe they were just doing that as a filler until they got Mario 3 out. So I guess it makes sense release yeah. date-wise, although I would still think you would release it in like 89 or 90, but... Well, what's and then what's also weird about that is it's also like one of in terms of the regular Nintendo, it's probably my favorite Mario game because it's different. You yeah. can play from four different characters; they're all unique because you know in the original, um, 
you know, Luigi, Mario and Luigi look identical. Well, they are identical, just different colors. Yeah, they're just different colors. Yeah. There's nothing There's nothing different about them whatsoever. I guess this was the first game where there's actually a height difference between Mario and Luigi, and they kind of, they start that kind of stereotype. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, basically what it is. You yeah. know, and, and, and everybody, they're a little bit different. You know, Mario's, you know, he, you know, the Toad digs fast, and Peach flies, and, you know, all, so, they, so there's differences between them that's, I don't know, makes the game more interesting. It definitely makes it more interesting. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I never play Mario in this game. <laughs> no, I mean, not because we just got done playing it and we didn't play him then. I played him back in the day. Like I played, I played yeah, all I mean, the characters. I played him a little bit just because, all the way through but... the game, at least to a, to a certain extent. But eventually it's like, well, why the hell wouldn't I just be princess on these levels where I don't want to die? Yeah. Even though I still die plenty with princess. And then any level you, you have to dig, you take toad and you just dig like a motherfucker. I yeah, mean, you fly through it. I don't know. So so it makes sense to me. But yeah, like, I mean, the potions, you know, throwing down potions, going through a door, grabbing mushrooms. It is kind of a weird game. Like, in terms of in terms of a Mario game, it's pretty weird. It's kind of like, yeah, it almost makes you think. I mean, if you really sit down and think about it, you're like, potions, mushrooms, were they on acid? There's not a single, there's, <laughs> like, there's not like a single block that you would hit with your head. You know, there's no, nothing like that. And you don't that. stomp on any enemies. Which, no, you, just, you ride them and pick them up and throw them. Yeah, which is the only Mario game that's, you, yeah, you don't stomp on their heads. You, you don't ever get firepower. I mean, you get stars, so you're invincible for a little bit like the other ones, but you you can't get the flower. Yeah, and you get stars by getting cherries. cherries which is interesting. <laughs> like, it is weird. Like, it, for yeah. a Mario game, it's definitely weird. Yeah, definitely weird. All right, so so what are we, what are we judging here today? Let me um, see. We were starting with uh, plot and story. Is there any plot? We, here's what, uh, full disclosure, we just played through the game. We made it to the last level, and we died two different times, and we were like, okay, screw this. So this this is one of those things where, and we've beat the game plenty of times. We were on kind of a time constraint tonight because we were trying to get this recorded, but um, our uh, younger versions of ourselves probably would have beat this in our sleep. So we're just out of practice. We'll call, we'll call it out of practice. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to post this on any kind of mario group because somebody big oh they didn't even beat it (laughs) screw these guys you know (laughs) like that one jerk off so yeah so we didn't beat it we got to level seven two we went all the way through it we went almost all the way through it the other day or last week yeah it was last week right? yeah we played it a whole bunch last week too yeah played a whole bunch last week you know at one when we weren't playing zelda or screwing around watching movies or whatever we were doing Mm -hmm. um but yeah so there's basically the Actually, because <laughs> we didn't be the last boss, but before the last boss, there is zero dialogue in the game, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Did you read anything on the screen at any point? No, there is. I mean, other than between the, levels, but that's just a read how to do stuff. Yeah, and in the first, I don't even think if you wait on the main screen, I don't think it goes to anything that explains oh, no. any story. Well, yeah, it does. It, oh, it, it does? It sells, uh, tells them about, uh, oh, I'd have to watch oh, it I now. Could, I could probably pull it up. Yeah, but he's. I don't. It doesn't show him sleeping, but it shows something about saving. Okay, so there supposedly there is something. Yes, there. I know there is something because I remember reading it and watching well, it see. when I was young. Oh yeah, because it's like plot. Mario has a dream of a staircase. Yeah, leading to a door to another world. Oh, what well, it talks about wart. Yeah, a voice identifies the world as the dreamland of Subcon. I mean, like this, it just even sounds weird. Everything sounds weird here. Yeah, the story is definitely funky. 
Either way, like if you don't read that beginning, oh, you have there's no you're gonna have plot. no idea what's going on. Yeah, you're just gonna be going through killing stuff, uh, trying to get mushrooms, killing birdos, and fighting mousers. Yeah, until you get to the end, or the the Hydra thing that they have too. So there's a couple other there's a couple other bosses. No, there's some there's some unique and I think pretty cool bosses. Like no, Fry Guy is really cool. Yeah, I, th- I think that, I, I think that's pretty cool too. And, and the way you kill him is cool. Yeah. Um, because it's just different. Like there's there's strategy involved. Yeah. And and that's and that's the other thing. Like that's different between like the first one, the third one. I mean, there's there's a little bit of strategy in killing some of the bosses. I'm sorta. Um, but this one's like okay, who, who which character do I want to take? You know, for whatever tri- whatever attributes. So, so each character has certain attributes, mm-hmm. and that affects whether or not they, uh, you know, what they can do in, in individual levels. But, so yeah, so yeah, I, the, so plot. <laughs> well, I I don't want to judge yet, but plots it's already kind of looking weak. It's probably going to be a little weak on the plot on this one. Yeah. Now the graphics though, the graphics I think are, in terms of the Mario games, I think they're probably the best, at least on at least on regular Nintendo. Yeah, I think they're. I think the graphics in two are better than three. Uh, I'm trying to think how I would it's, describe three. It's the style. It's definitely the style. One and, three, one and three, they're the exact same style. Yeah. It's just better, you know, it's just better graphics. I mean, it's three is more realistic. Like, they try to make things more realistic than, like, two. Two's, maybe it's more cartoony, but it's also, for what it is, I think it's really well, well done. Well, which makes sense. I mean, if it's a dream world, it makes sense. It's a little bit more cartoony and kind yeah. of funky. Yeah, that's true. So, All right, gameplay. I think the gameplay. I think it's pretty smooth. Great play. Yeah, gameplay is really good, especially since you have the differences in the character. Like we played tonight, and we used Princess almost the whole time through. I switched to Luigi for one level, and I was so used to the Princess that I died because <laughs> yeah. I was used to floating through everything, and all of a sudden I don't float anymore. So, um, yeah, I think the gameplay is great, um, especially yeah, especially for the time period. The soundtrack. Do we have on the sound? Yeah, it was on. You just you just don't really notice it. Yeah, it, it's I was just subtle say, enough. It's definitely subtle. Um, yeah, I mean it's definitely different because one thing I always liked about um, Super Mario Two, uh, and this may sound dumb, but even just the even just the the case of the game, like the actual label mm-hmm. on it, I think it just looks cool. It looks better than the other the other two. Yeah, right. I always liked it. I was like, oh, Super Mario Two, like it looks different. It looks neat. Mm-hmm. You know, the front screen, you know, everything's kind of different. The gameplay, you know, the the visuals are all different. It, it just it, I always thought it was the best out of the Mario games. Yeah. Didn't have as much like three has a lot of cool stuff. I mean, you get you get the leaves and you get different stuff that that what are they? Those are leaves, aren't they? Yeah, there's le- Well, there's a bunch of different things, but leaves are one of the like the main yeah, well, power up thing. Yeah, because you get by three, you're getting in a place of having chests and being able to pick through all this different stuff and yeah. doing card games or matching games mm-hmm. or other things to get free men or whatever. So they're pretty. I mean, it is getting pretty advanced by three. So you can tell there's a huge jump in terms of how. Uh, um, in depth, the game would be. Yeah, but so it, just just some other background knowledge. Uh, you said you said the Mario series was the number one selling series on. As far as franchises go, it was the number one franchise on the NES, which franchise. makes sense. And uh, you said uh, what was two? Two was Dragon Quest, which Dra- four? Yeah, me. yeah, Dragon Quest. Yeah, which had, I mean, did have the four games, and it had like I think all four of them were like in the top fifty, weren't they? <laughs> you know, of all time. As far as uh, copies sold, yeah. And then Zelda was three. And Zelda was three, franchise wise. Now I guess that's probably not that fair because how many different franchises really are there on the regular Nintendo? But at the same time, I think that's interesting. Yeah, and it was in in Dragon Quest only beat it by, and I say only eight hundred thousand copies. But you think about it, Dragon Quest had four games. 
Zelda had two on the NES. So 800,000 copies, I don't think is that big of a difference since you had two more games. All right, what kind of a system are we going for for rating here? Uh, did we? I don't know. I kind of like the PAL block, but we didn't really talk about that much. Yeah, we didn't, but I think the PAL block works, though, because this is the first time... It's the first game, or first Mario game, that the PAL block shows up. Because it's in 3, but it's only in... I think the only time you see it in 3, though, is when you... You know when you're uh, when you're playing two player, yeah, and, and you, you want to suck the person to a level, yeah, yeah, you suck them out because you're like, I don't know, I'll fuck you, I don't want you to have the turn, <laughs> exactly. so you steal their turn from them, yeah, and then you can use the power blocks to flip over that, which is another weird part of three. It is weird. Three, because, three and is you can obviously steal a lot card. more advanced. Yeah, um, it is definitely a lot more advanced and has just different stuff, and I think that's neat. You know, two is also another weird thing about two is you can't swim. It's the first Mario game like you can't swim because in one you. Is there? Yeah, there, yeah you swim levels, in one. There's yeah. swimming levels in one. There's swimming levels in three. Because if you touch water in this one, you're, you're dead. dead. Yeah, that's just. It's, <laughs> so it's it's just different. But I mean, it's just really weird because I mean it's the first one like uses doorways. You can go different places. Mm-hmm. It's the whole game. It really, it makes a lot of sense that it's not a Mario game. Yeah, the first well, it's the first the one you look you at. Really it, it's like it's hmm. the first one you actually open a door and go in a door. Now three yeah. you do, but it's... and and you could go and and the way they set up the the levels is you could do a loop. You mm-hmm. keep going through that. You know, go wherever you want in that level, basically. Yeah, and it's um, nice that it's not timed because the first one, yeah, you know, if you really thing, wanted to do some timed ex- as well. Yeah, if you wanted to do some exploration, you can't do it. Well, you can in one and three, but you're obviously time limited. Two, you can basically play the level forever if you wanted to, and Tonight when we were playing, if you screw up and you put the potion in the wrong place to get the mushroom, yeah, okay, you just go off screen, go back on screen, go pick up the potion and go somewhere else. Oh, that's the other thing. There's not even a point system, is there? No, there's no points. There's nothing. No, that's just weird. Like I, I, I guess I don't even think about all these things because it's so second nature. But like Mario One, Mario Three, you know, Super Mario, they have point systems. Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> you have a point system. Mm-hmm. You know, um. You don't get any points for them. It's not like there's there's not a turtle you can jump on the head of to, you know, or shell of to get to get to get extra man. Um, it's like a jackpot kind of system. Yeah, it's it's a bad slot machine that <laughs> yeah is awful. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> definitely weird. Well, yeah, I guess that's when I would hear the the sound always come up. That's what that's when I would pay attention to the sound. The rest of the time, though, I was just kind of like, I don't know. It wasn't bad though. It de- certainly wasn't bad. No, it sounds it was bad. just subtle. It's just very subtle. Yeah. It's it's the least in your face. Like definitely Mario One and Mario Three, you, I would say, you definitely notice the music more. Yeah, I mean it's just, <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just thinking of the other differences, like pulling up like onions and turnips or whatever the hell they are, and throwing it at things. It's like well, and there's so many, there's pumpkins, there's carrots, there's it's so many weird things. There's certainly a variety, and it's <laughs> like that's not in the first one, no. and it's not in the third one, no. and it's not in the super. It's it's on none of the other well, versions. Do it, I'm trying to think of another Mario game. You pull something out of the ground. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I'm trying. To, is it is the 64 one? Do you ever? Because you know what it makes me th- like. I start zooming forward and thinking of things you can th- pull out of the ground, and mm-hmm. I eventually I get to Zelda. You know, like being able to pick stuff up and other sides. You know, somewhat side-scrolling RPGs or something mm-hmm. or, or adventure games. Um, so it's definitely different. It's very unique, and I think the other game. It completely explains everything I've always kind of known, I guess, about it. Yeah. But it's also why I liked it, which is also weird, because I'm like, oh, I really love Mario 2. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's, I know most people think 3 was the best one on the NES, when I, I can't fault them for that. 3's really good. Uh, 2 just happens to be my favorite, just because it's 
so stylistically different. So yeah, yeah, they should just take other games and just change it into Mario games. <laughs> Forget it. Like, don't even try to create an original one anymore. <laughs> All right, so let's get out. So you want to do with pals? Uh, I think pal block works. Yeah. Pal. All right, plot and story. Um, who? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's my top. Th- I mean, it's my third NES game of all time. So but, I can't. But it doesn't necessarily have to like equal more points than any of the other ones. Because nostalgia, like we're not we're not factoring in nostalgia here. Because let's say these are all like five point categories, right? Yeah. But nostalgia would be like a hundred point category that, <laughs> that would true. change whether or not it's going to be like the rest of them don't even really matter. And and this is just for us anyway, so it really yeah, doesn't who matter. Yeah, gives a shit? Yeah. Um, okay, well, plot and story. I, I after you beat it and it explains it more, it, it obviously helps. Um, my my go to has been three. I don't want to go with a three, so I'm going to go with a two on this one. <laughs> Yeah, I know that's harsh. So you're getting your two power blocks. I'm gonna give it one power block because there's nothing. There's just nothing. Because like even in the first one, you beat a Bowser. You know, there's at least a Toad going, "Hey man, she's in another castle." Yeah. You know, there's something right where you yeah. have to read. And in the third one, there's a ton of text. Like you, every time you go, you go somewhere, every time you go to a castle, they're like, you know, yeah, and it gives a little explanation. Yeah, yeah. So it completely explains it all. There's really nothing in this one until you beat the game. There's no text. Yeah, and I mean, okay, well, but even I almost I almost brought up Legend of Zelda again, but in Legend of Zelda, I mean, at least there's at least there's a lot of old men that you could bomb their doors or burn their doors down. They're like, either give me money or here's some money for burning my door down. Yeah, but, well, at least on the uh, if you sit on the opening screen, at least it tells you, like it tells you that story's text. It scrolls up and yeah, no, there's definitely a lot more even in Zelda. Yeah, and we kind of bitched about the plot in Zelda being a little thin. So this one's just like this one's like. There's paper nothing. Thing. Like there's not like for the most part, unless because I it's paper stay, Mario thin. But you're you're right though. I th- <laughs> bad joke. No, actually, I'm thinking about the. <laughs> I'm thinking about the third one. About the third one, the curtain coming up and then it telling the story. Yes, yes, that's the third one. But in the second one, eventually, if you wait on the main screen, yeah, it shows him. Does it show him nodding off? I think you might be right on that. Something like that. It has something to do with the dream. It's sad that we or, didn't just sit there sleep. on the main screen. And... Yeah, well, we were try- we were too busy trying to beat the damn game, and we didn't. Oh really no, think it about doesn't it. show him sleeping. It just, it does give some text. It's in text because okay. you don't know he's sleeping until you after you beat the game. Okay, because that kind of ruins the. Yeah, I guess it ruins the whole the whole idea of them stealing a game and then putting Mario characters <laughs> over them, and then and then packaging them to Americans who are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> What do they call like, that? It's like, well, they just—you would think the makers of that first game would be like the sue Jap- the heck out of Nintendo. You the know Japanese I mean? make one. Well, they probably made money on it, right? I, and I, I haven't looked up any of this, but I'm just saying, like, the Japanese make one game, right? These, mm-hmm. these specific—I'm I'm just assuming they were probably Japanese developers. Um, they make one game and sell that game. Then they use that same game, just just change the—they're not even sprites, are they? Um, the 2D modeling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then repackage it for Americans, and then it becomes the fourth most selling game of all time. <laughs> so they sold the, they sold one game twice. Oh, and, the, and that other game <laughs> was crazy popular. It's not like it wasn't crazy popular in Japan. Like I, when I was reading about it, it was insanely popular in Japan too. So they made How a ridiculous. ton of money. That is, it's kind of upsetting that we're that stupid. That we're but that, the game's we're fun. that shallow. Although you know what, since there was no internet in '88, nobody really knew. Yeah. Well, in the U.S., I mean, if yeah, you traveled to Japan, now. you would know, but. <laughs> And I don't know many eight-year-olds that were traveling to the, you know, Japan in '88. All right, so it didn't it didn't do so well in plot and story. What about graphics? Uh, I think I think you give it a five. I mean, 
really, as far as the Mario's go in NES, it's the best-looking Mario in NES, so I have to give it a 5. Yeah, especially with with that, uh, would you have, like, an HDMI? Is, it, is, that, is that what's on your regular Nintendo? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a nerdy enough to own a, uh, and I did this work myself, but it's a high-def NES kit. Uh, I'll give a shout-out to Game Tech US. I got it from them, and, and I... I enjoy their website and got it through them and, and installed it myself. But basically what it does is it uh, lets you play your NES on a HD TV in 1080p. You can do different different resolutions. You can kind of set it however you want. Uh, I had it set up in 1080p mode, and you can play around with all the video and smooth it out and kind of change the color palette. It's really cool. Uh, it's kind of expensive, and it's a pain to install unless you know some electronic stuff. Uh, but it... And it, and it helps. I mean, it was a good-looking game before, but we we played it with that, yeah. which makes it look even better. It looked good, too. And, and I I also think that it's the best-looking Mario on the regular Nintendo. So I would also give it a 5 out of 5 pows. Pow. All right, <laughs> gameplay. Uh, gameplay, uh, as Mario's go, I think you have to give it a 5. If you're going to judge it against all the other NES games. Well, if you judge it against just even the other Marios or even side-scrolling games, mm-hmm. I think it holds up well. Especially mm-hmm. for 1988, you know. Um, yeah. Because there's other games like Faxana do, I think was made in like 87 or 89, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the movement system comparatively not not comparable. Um, so they did, I think they did a hell of a job with the gameplay. Um, well, and you can, well, I hate to judge it against Legend of Zelda, but you can actually, it's not, you can't move diagonally, but you can throw stuff diagonally, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it, it does affect how you throw it, so... Uh, it definitely gameplay mechanics was was more advanced than Legend of Zelda for sure. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll give it a five on that. I think I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it a five as well, just because I think it, for what it is and uh, for a Mario game and how different it is, even though it's not a Mario game, um, I think I think it still deserves five. <laughs> you know, the the differences in in types of characters because there's other games that are like that, like Legendary Wings and stuff like that. That you have like four, five, six characters at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if you pick different ones, they have different abilities. So it's and, very similar. And Bucky O'Hare is like that too. Bucky O'Hare is like that too. Yeah. But but the movement system is a hell of a lot more blocky in those. Yes. Um, or even like the Castlevania games, the movement system is a hell of a lot more blocky. I think yeah. in all of them on regular Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I don't even think the later ones were were great in terms of that. So I'm gonna yeah, I think the the movement system is pretty slick. So I'm gonna give it a five out of five as well. Mm-hmm. All right, soundtrack. I mean, it's 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 so subtle. I, there's nothing wrong with it. No, and well. Although I will give it credit for this, and granted we didn't make it to Wart tonight, but when you're fighting Wart, the music during that part of the game is mm-hmm. very, very good. So I can't totally fault the soundtrack uh, because that's really, really well done, and I really enjoy that. I guess you would call it song. Um, but the rest of it is just, it's there. You don't notice it. The, the only thing I can even really think of in my head right now is just when you're trying to uh, get free men. You know when you're yeah when you're doing the lottery set or the the jackpot system. Other than that, well, and the only other like, thing I can think of is is when you you're leaving this what is it not even the subcom world when you go into the door and it's dark and you're trying to get the mushroom and yeah. then you leave and it's yeah do 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 whatever the whatever the thing is. Other than that, yeah, I don't have any I don't have anything else. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm gonna give it. Who mm, I like the one song, but is that enough to give it more than? I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's the thing, because it's just not, there's not much there. Just like, you know, it's really thin in plot and story, and the soundtrack's not as thin as the plot and story. Yeah, I mean, I guess... It's still kind of thin. I guess it could be worse. I could give it a zero. I'm not going to give it a zero. I'll, I'll give it a one. 
<laughs> yeah, that seems harsh. <laughs> I'll, give I'll give it more than that because I, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Um, it's just subtle and different. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna at least go with a two pals at a at a five, and it's it's not like I said. It, maybe even subtle is not bad. You know, it's just not. It's not like memorable. You know, it's um, definitely not memorable. It's definitely not memorable. And see, like in Legend of Zelda, definitely memorable. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Um, when I play like the Dragon Warrior games, definitely memorable for me. Mm-hmm. Even the, just the startup screens, I can think of how how Dragon Warrior One goes right now. It's like playing in my head. Yeah. Um, the fact that you said it, it started playing in my yeah, head. Yeah. So. It's like it plays in my head automatically. And this is not. I mean, I know it's a different style of game, but there's nothing. There's nothing that links me to it that way. Now, I did used to play this game. I mean, in terms of nostalgia, this is probably the one my mom and I played the most together. Mm-hmm. So we played the hell out of it, and she was a hell of a lot better getting free men than I was. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what we, man, we played through this game so many times together. So, like, I really remember that. Yeah. So that's probably another piece that links me to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, soundtrack-wise, normally, I guess nostalgia-wise, that, that definitely sticks with you. I think that really kind of attaches you to a game, and there's just not enough of it there to kind of... And I'm saying this as my third favorite NES game of all time, so it's not like I'm really knocking this. Um, it just, the soundtrack doesn't doesn't attach me to the game much it was more the gameplay uh i guess who i played it with as well yeah um but you know another maybe another category we should have on these games is like fun you know like because this game the game is fun like there's certain games that i you know that i enjoy that are not really that much fun well just some some games you play because um I guess it would be like a status symbol, like a trophy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you you like play when you it have because, like a trophy wife kind of an idea. Well, and maybe not so much like that, but <laughs> um, you play it because it's a way to judge yourself against other gamers to see how good you really are. Like this is not one of those games. This game is a game you play for fun. Um, like I would say, my example of this would be like Dark Souls. Uh, a lot of people, I mean, I really enjoy Dark Souls. I play Dark Souls because I like it, not because for the challenge. It is challenging, but it's uh, some people just play it because they want to say, well, I'm a hardcore gamer because I beat Dark Souls. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I'm not into that. Like, that's to me, that sounds like the guy that's on that international Robert E. Howard page. <laughs> he's definitely he's definitely that kind of guy, and I'm not into that at all. Um, so in terms of, like, funness, though, like, this is, this is a fun game, and uh, Bubble Bobble. Goofy game, but it's fun. Yeah, you know, it's like, fun. I can I have a lot of fun playing through Bubble Bobble. I mean, even regardless of how many times I play, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So it's just different, and because I don't think any of the other categories really, uh, you know, plot, story, graphics, gameplay, soundtrack. Because some games like it's just it's just not really measurable. Yeah. But it's still a lot of fun, you know. And it, it maybe it's the dumbest game in the world. You know? Well, but, and it's like Pac Man. I mean, is there a whole lot to Pac Man? No, it's just fun. Yeah. Or the or like the old school froggers and stuff. A lot of the old games, that was what was really cool about them is that they they were fun even though they were so simple. You know, I could still still sit there and play them for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, even Pong. I mean, it doesn't get really more basic than Pong. Pong is still fun. Yeah. Or do you ever play like a Burger Time or anything? Yeah, I, I just Burger played Time's, it last week. Burger Time's yeah. a lot of fun. Like you, like it's like oh, I'm gonna get this egg and get them on this piece of the bun and mm-hmm. I'm gonna drop them. You know, or I'm going to crush these other, these pickles, well, you know. It's funny. I, I showed that to my son. My son and I played this last week. And I showed Burger Time to my son. And he's like, what is this? And he, like, didn't understand how it worked. And then I showed him that you got to, like, build the hamburgers, you know. And he goes, yeah. oh, that's cool. So he, he obviously didn't understand it at first, which I don't blame him. Um, and he was just trying to figure out why the chef was trying to kill you. 
or not you're the chef, I guess, why the yeah. <laughs> why this everything's trying to, to hurt you. And he didn't realize that you could you could kind of destroy them by dropping the burger on them. Mm-hmm. Um, Spray so you, a little pepper in their face. Then, yeah. And then drop them. So, and he thought that was like the hardest game ever made. And I just kind of left. When you get in the higher levels, it gets, oh, it's hard. it is tough. Yeah. Like it is tough, but I like, because I had it on in television. Um, mm-hmm. And it was it was a lot of fun, and I've always liked Burger Time. And I used to play the hell out of that when I was a kid too. So that, I'm just you know I don't want to go like get way off topic, but it's just I think like funness is a you know like should be factored in on some of these games for sure. Because yeah. you know it doesn't seem like a lot of games are as fun these days because like, most of them are so in depth, right? They lose some some of that. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I I play a lot of games because I want to be challenged, and that's just the type of gamer that I am. Um, like. I get mad at a Final Fan, like a newer Final Fantasy game, because they don't put enough challenge in it. Or you mean like, yeah, what drives me nuts, especially about like the the newer ones. I can't remember which one it was. I'm thinking like, uh, twelve, thirteen, something in there. Like they'll have, they'll literally have arrows on the mini map telling you which way to go. Oh, that drives me insane. And so I'm like trying to turn it off, or I just don't follow it because it, then it's, t- it's taking me to the end, not to the treasure chest. Yeah, I want all the chests. And I and I told this my what was I playing the other night? Oh. I was playing a game the other night, and oh, I was playing Mad Max for for PS4 because I, I'm on the PlayStation Network member or whatever, and I get the free game. So anyway, I was playing that, and my wife was like, "Why aren't you going over here?" And I go, "Because that's the way I'm supposed to go." Yeah, I said, "If I that's go that I way now, I yep. won't get all the other stuff that I can get." And that's what I do. So anytime <laughs> they try to point me in a direction, I'm like, "Okay, I'm not going that way. I'm going these other ways, so I can get all the chests, get all the pieces, and move, and then I'll move forward." Yeah, I'm on my own time, not just get pushed through. And I understand, like, do they they treat these uh, gamers like they're babies now? Mm-hmm. You know, but well, they do both. They do both. They they do that. What what drives me nuts, uh, and this is going to take us way off course, <laughs> but what drives me nuts about like RPGs in general? Mm-hmm. They eventually they went from they went, they went you went from a time period of of uh, you can you know if you work hard enough or if you you know play enough, you'll figure out all you can figure out all the secrets in the game. Yeah, like you know just with you know if you have decent knowledge and you. You, know, you play well, around, you, you pay attention and work, yeah. And then they switched to the uh, that idea to they made the main game simpler, but then they put in like Easter egg pieces or things like to to find that are impossible to figure out. Like you would need a strategy guide to do it, or you'd have to look it up. Yeah. And that's just the end of it. Like like that one stupid bombable wall in Lufia. You know, it's like move two three spaces down, place a bomb, do this, and then eventually you build like this bomb chain. But there's no way you would you would never figure it out. It is impossible to figure out without like actually. Because there's nobody that tells you that, no. You know? And yeah. it's like, why am I doing this? this none of this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but they want you. to, I think it's because they like you to waste money, or that you know they like. To, maybe they think that's that's cool too to have to look up or whatever, yeah. you know. But well, one of my favorite games uh, of all time, but and obviously this is not NES, is Disgaea. I love the Disgaea games. Very cool games. There is so much statistics. And, and craziness yeah. in that. And I love it to death because of that. But it is, if you don't have a strategy guide, you are not maxing out your guy. You are not figuring out everything in that game. Now, in strata, I mean, in, in Disgaea, I can kind of give that one a break because there's so much. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, like, how much Disgaea is. is crazy. Like, it was, when we when I first got it, when we were playing when I first got it. Yeah. And we played through it. Holy shit, dude. Like, that game is... Well, the thing, the first one is insane, and then you go two, three, four, and five, because I own them all. Yeah, and I don't. And I, only, gets, I only own the first one. It gets exponentially more insane. Well, the first one was already so crazy, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so well, it crazy. Got, it got, like, taken to steroid level. Because, I mean, I, I loved, you know, I, I loved uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. 
And this is, you know, and I liked Vandal Hearts 2, which was very similar. Those are, to yeah, those are really good games. Very similar. And then you run, then eventually you get to this point, and it's like, oh my God, like this is like everything. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what it was. It was just so crazy. Like you take people and throw them in your portal, and you can basically get anybody you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, you could you could do like this these complicated, th- be able to throw your guys to certain places and certain blocks. And you could, there's just so much you could do. Like, yeah. It's I, great, and it, it is the world's biggest time suck. It is an amazing game. I have thrown not hundreds, but thousands of hours at this game. I know that's pathetic. Um, well, I probably have two, or but, at least hundreds. Yeah, but we are we are, and we will cover these games later on. We're not. We're just starting in '89 before, but yeah, we will get yeah. to these eventually. I know we're way off topic for any. Way right off now. topic, um, <laughs> but still, that that's where we're heading towards. But I mean, yeah, maybe even. Because we could have generalized conversations about RPGs and just games in general and what they've done. Because I don't, yeah. But we should probably should get out of here for now. Because I'll start getting into the whole. I don't like the. They used to have RPGs for like the casual gamer, and they used to have these type of games for the casual gamer that are fun. Yeah. And these things, that I think, it seems like a lot of them have just died off. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that piece is gone, because they instead of giving you the RPG that you could beat in five to twenty hours. Yeah. You know, where that had tons of replay value, like let's say Chrono Trigger, mm-hmm. you know, or Final Fantasy two or six or you know, or, or, sorry, two or three, um, four or six, depending on you know where you're where you're at. But games that, that you could beat quickly, but had a ton of replay value, and they gave that up for games that might still have replay value, but after you play them a hundred hours to find most of the stuff or plus, you know, yeah, then there's no. Like my Final Fantasy X, you know, uh, when I was doing that, I had like 130 hours on it. Now, sure, didn't was my Blitzball team badass? Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, my Blitzball team was good. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is sad. I I think I probably played as many hours in Blitzball as I did the rest I think, of the game. I think I did too. Yeah. I think I did too. <laughs> and I would love. I want a game. I want a game like that. But I want everybody in the world to be a recruitable player. And then I want there to be more sports. Like I'd love. I'd love for an RPG like that to have, like, you can build your own football teams and build your own baseball teams yeah. like, and, like, really get crazy So it's it. like Mega Man Soccer, but with Final Fantasy. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly. I've been wanting this game for forever. Squaresoft, if you're listening, or sorry, Square Enix, if you're listening, there's your idea. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Build that game and release it in Japan and then <laughs> and then put all the Mario, like, change it to all Mario characters and then repackage it and sell it to us and I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. So I think that does. I think that at least tied Mario Two back into the conversation. Yeah, we, we can try. All right. The second half of this, we were so much better at the end. So much better at the end of the beginning. Yeah. But you know what? It's actually better. To, I mean, I think it's better. Like in most things, to have a strong finish when you're green prime. <laughs> what? What's I, I won't. I won't go into this, but it's. <laughs> what? It's, I don't know what you're saying. It's always right. better to finish strong. All right. Let's strong, let's yes. wrap up. We're about we're about close to 45 minutes. Wow. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. We're gonna get out of here. Yeah, thanks for thanks for wasting your time with us. <laughs> yeah, don't you dare talk shit about this episode. <laughs> if you talk shit about this episode, we will send you hate mail. We will send you all. Okay. <laughs> uh, we will send you hate mail. Don't talk. Don't talk crap about our Conan the Barbarian episode either. We're really sensitive. This is more like a therapy session tonight. Yeah. Well, it's not our fault. <laughs> Whose fault is that? I'm not taking any blame. All right, let's actually get out of here. Okay, thanks. Right, Thank you, everyone. I hope yep. I hope you're listening. Hopefully, you come back. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? 
Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? 